Welcome, one and all, to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast, where we explore ideas that challenge the status quo, expand your perspective, and empower your mind. I'm your host, Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, and I invite you on a journey of thought-provoking conversations as I step out of the college classroom to discuss, analyze, and critique all aspects of culture, society, and politics that impact your life today and have the potential to reshape your future. So welcome to a podcast that stands for the power of intellectual exploration. Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. The other day in my reading, I stumbled across an old proverb, and it really stuck with me, not because it's some complicated or sophisticated philosophical idea, because most of the time those really complicated types of writings from the world's intelligentsia aren't worth all that much or are loaded with lots of BS, but really this one stuck with me because it's just really simple wisdom. The proverb, oh, it's a whopping two lines long, and it, and it simply says, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools, become foolish. This is actually attributed to King Solomon, who was the third king of Israel. And he was known for his wisdom and his short proverbs, which are collected in the book of Proverbs, actually, in, in the Hebrew Bible. But really... This quote just caused me to stop and think how very relevant and very true this simple statement is. Even in our postmodern world, thousands of years later. So in this podcast, let's focus in on not some cultural or political or philosophical topic, but let's just dial into really a a personal self-reflection today. Have you ever wondered if it's some sort of a collusion or conspiracy theory that successful entrepreneurs, they seem to cluster together in in groups or in certain cities or even more specifically, very specific neighborhoods in very specific cities. I mean, take Silicon Valley, for example, ground zero for pretty much every explosive tech startup and technological innovation in America, if not the entire world. Or maybe let's not be so dramatic about it. Why is it that A students tend to hang out with other A students. And well, sadly, C students or below tend to hang out with other C students. Why does it seem that some individuals seem to go through life with a very positive mental attitude and have passion and initiative to succeed and thrive while others find themselves trapped in cycles of frustration and and missed opportunities? usually stuck in some sort of a blame game or always a victim of circumstance. Well, it turns out that the answer might lie in a place you might not expect, the company that you choose to keep. So during our short time together, consider this dispassionately and openly. Who do you hang out with? What do you read? What do you watch on TV? Or here's a real tough one. What social media do you spend your time scrolling through? And what do you say on those social media sites? Or what types of websites are you visiting? I mean, these questions are important. And they shape your perspective and attitude on the world that you live. 
your mind is incredibly malleable. Like It's sort of like clay. Every single minute of every day, it is molded by the impressions you absorb and the people you choose to surround yourself with. As that saying goes, walk with the wise, become wise, associate with fools, and become foolish. So in this episode, let's just talk about the influence of your social connections and 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 what those influence are having on your personal journey in life. Because here's the truth. Yes, in this digitally connected world we live, social media can be a toxic brain drain. But it doesn't have to be. And if you pay attention to where your brain goes throughout the day... It's going to completely revolutionize your life. I mean, imagine imagine you've made a decision that you want to improve some aspect of your life. Oh, let's let's say you want to reskill to take a new career path. Just as as an example, the company that you keep is going to become a compass. This compass is going to guide you towards your goals. If you're with really positive people, you're going to get encouragement, motivation, advice assistance on that path or if you surround yourself with the wrong people it's going to cause you to veer off course and you're going to miss the mark you know the type of people oh i don't know if you should do that that sounds really risky i mean you should really just stay exactly doing what you're going to do oh you won't be able to do that no that isn't possible nobody can get ahead in this world today those those type of things you see you and i were wired to seek connections, to engage with other people. It simply can't be understated how important it is to find a tribe that shares your values and your aspirations because something remarkable happens when you align yourself with positive and a supportive network of friends and family and engagements. Likewise, though, if you surround yourself by toxic people, toxic thoughts, toxic TV, toxic internet usage, well, you will become, whether you believe it or not, more like and aligned with the things that you consume mentally. Your brain is just naturally, biologically hardwired this way. Now, you might say, oh, no, no. Not me. I I can surround myself with anyone and I hold my line and I keep focused. Well, maybe. I suppose that isn't impossible, but it is improbable for the long term. Research has shown that surrounding ourselves with motivated and encouraging individuals, it, it generates a momentum in your life. It instills confidence and And as we navigate life's hurdles, we find ourselves better equipped to overcome these obstacles and and we achieve growth. When you falter, when you have a positive sphere of influence around you, a wise group of friends, family, and even your online tribe that can pick you up, people with those type of circles tend to succeed more and overcome more and push through barriers better. It's just a fact. But what about that other side of the coin? Because this is the hardest one to deal with, that dark side of the coin. I mean, it saddens me, really, especially with our youngest generation. You know, they're they're the most anxiety-riddled, mental health drug-taking, socially disconnected, least optimistic for the future group of young people that have ever existed in the United States of America. And as a college professor, it, it really does 
almost breaks my heart, the negativity, the pessimism that I see. But really, even if you're not a social media person, just go out there and look at the toxicity our youngest generation faces. From unnatural Instagram models to fake and staged sexual relationships on pornography to to just general hate, anger, or divisive rhetoric thrown around everywhere on on Twitter or other social media sites. Online bullying seems to know no end. I mean, it, it really is. It's very scary out there. It's very scary, especially for our youngest generations. But whether online or in person, I want you to think about it. Have you ever noticed that spending time with negative or toxic individuals will leave you drained, frustrated, angry, or discouraged? I mean, think about it. How many times have you went onto Twitter and left and felt worse about the world that we live in? I mean, there really is truth to the saying, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Who are you spending your time with? Where are you spending your time this concept holds weight because of, of mirror neurons in our brain and, and this tendency to mimic the behaviors and attitudes of those around us. I, I think we all know this. When we find ourselves in toxic relationships surrounded by fear and negativity, well, we feel fear, negativity, angry, and we feel it deeply, just like the, the people that we've surrounded ourselves with. So if we've surrounded ourselves with that pessimism and cynicism or even destructive behaviors at its worst, it's it's all too easy to find ourselves pulled down a path we never intended to take. I often tell incoming freshmen in my college classes that maybe as they embark on this very challenging journey of trying to earn a college degree that sometimes... Some people need to find themselves a brand new friends group and they may need to distance themselves from some of those negative influences in their life. It isn't that they need to always be surrounded by people exactly like them, but let's face it, discouraging people, the kind that enjoy dragging people down, Well, when you're taking on a difficult, challenging task, or maybe even just trying to improve your mental health, maybe some of those people need to go. And let me take a minute to talk about the crab theory, and and many of you may have heard of this, and evidently this is real. Uh, It's been studied, and and if there's a biologist listening, they can set me straight if I'm wrong, but evidently this is actually a true thing. So picture yourself just a, a bucket full of crabs. Now imagine one crab's trying to escape, to climb out of the bucket, reach the top. For whatever reason, it wants freedom. It wants to separate itself. Heck, maybe it just wants more space outside of the bucket. Who knows what's going through the crab's mind. But anyway, the crab's climbing. And just as it's about to make it out of the top, something very unexpected happens. Instead of supporting, encouraging, or even just following along their fellow crabs bid for freedom, the other crabs will pull it back down into the bucket. This phenomena is what's known as the crab theory. So I think you get it. For for us humans, the crab theory is just a metaphor that mirrors a real-life tendency we sometimes encounter in, in human behavior. And that's that negative peer group, whether online 
or face to face. It it highlights how some people, when they see others striving for success or trying to improve themselves or happy and positive, they tend to react and they tend to react with jealousy or insecurity or they might even want to sabotage them, bring them down to their level. I think we all know people like that. That rather than trying to lift people up, there's some that just want to tear people down. So instead of lifting their peers, they unconsciously attempt to hinder their progress. As if to say, if I can't succeed, neither can you. Beware of these toxic people in your life. The kind that want to pull you down. All of us are guilty of letting negative negativity influence our mental state. I know I'm guilty of sometimes just endlessly scrolling stupid on my phone or computer or sitting around burning hour after hour watching brain-dead stupid stuff on TV or whatever. But to elevate and, ground and, and to grow intellectually and psychologically, we need to guard what kind of things we're filling our brains with and the type of people we're hanging out with Because all of it impacts our perceptions of the world. This requires us to be present in the moment and look at where our brain is at so we can monitor our thoughts. If we can monitor our thoughts, we can learn to monitor our behavior. So let's all try to do better. Let's try to follow King Solomon's wisdom and walk with the wise and become wise versus associate with fools and become foolish. The people we surround ourselves and the things we consume, they hold immense power over our mental state and ultimately our life journey. It's a responsibility we all share to wisely select companions, to listen to things, to read things, to watch things, to hang just hang around people who inspire us. To become the best versions of ourselves. To guard our mind and what we put into it. And we need to do this every single day. And over the long run, we start to build mental muscle. And if you do this, and I do this, we will be well on our way to becoming the best versions of ourselves that that we can be. Thank you for listening in today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And leave you with something you can take forward and utilize in your life. Or maybe gives you some a new perspective and understanding. You know, if every single day we just pick up a little bit of insight, knowledge, or spark of curiosity, then by the end of the year we'll be miles ahead of where we are right now. So I encourage you to continue nurturing your curiosity with an open mind and an open heart. If you found value in our discussions and want to stay connected, don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. By subscribing, you never miss an episode. Oh, and one more thing. Consider subscribing to my newsletter. A link is provided in the show notes. I publish articles, discuss books I'm reading, provide curated content directly to your inbox, and it's always free 100% of the time. And just as I despise being spammed in my inbox, I promise I never sell your information and I won't abuse your time by sending you stuff constantly. So as we wrap up today's journey, remember that the pursuit of knowledge and understanding knows no bounds. Keep exploring, keep questioning, 
keep pushing the boundaries of your intellect. Together, we're creating a community that values ideas and fosters intellectual freedom. Until the next time, keep your mind open, your heart curious, and your spirit free. Thank you for being part of the Intellectual Freedom Podcast.